What's up, everybody, and welcome. Pillow Talk, Moments with the Mobleys. I am that dude, Johnny Mobley Jr. Hey, y'all, and I'm still his wife. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. What's good, y'all? Mo, what's happening Greetings, with you? salutations, accolades, accolades and, blessings. and blessings. Hey, y'all. Hey, honey. What's up, baby? How are you? I'm good. I'm How good. was your day? My day was good. It was a little... Busier than what I wanted it to be. Right, right, but right. It was good. How about yours? Um, mine was mine was good. I had a a lot going on this morning. Um, I spent four hours trying to get in touch with the IRS mm-hmm. to go over some business stuff. Mm-hmm. Do y'all know that the hey, IRS will test your patience? We don't want nobody. The IRS probably watching this. They die. Hey, y'all. They ain't no hey y'all. Y'all need a better phone system in place. Look, hey, hey y'all. No, ain't no hey y'all. Y'all need a whole new better phone system in place because that was some foolishness. They, a lot of However, people. A lot of people was calling these. I will, I was patient, honey. I tested and I, I was tested and tried, and I am, am victorious. All right. Because I didn't get, you know, you know, sometimes I'd be over it, right? And then I just stopped trying. You wasn't you wasn't over it. I I wasn't. I persisted. I was persistent. And the Lord saw me through. Mm-hmm. So guys, today was our first day back from being off for our from our weekend. Mm. Um, it wasn't long enough. It never is. It never is. And so, um, we were supposed to leave Friday. I had, um. Some business I had to take care of Friday morning. We were supposed to leave right after. And so that didn't happen because uh, our air was doing something funky. And we just bought this house. So and, we called uh, the people back. So my husband finally uh, called them. And so they came and fixed it. Wait, wait. You said finally? Mm-hmm. Because I thought you was going to call them like a week or so ago. But you didn't. But it's okay. Because it worked out and they came and fixed your face. They came and fixed it. And... <laughs> They came and fixed it, and um, it something had froze on the outside or something like that. So they the fixed outside it. unit was not coming on, right? Because we didn't want to come back home from out of town and be in a hot house for not even a night, because that wouldn't have been cute. And uh, got that done. And but guys, I am so excited about. I can't say it yet about what I went to work on Friday morning because I can't say it yet. No, you can't. No, I can't talk about it yet, but. She was in a whole photo shoot, though. You can't say anything. Photo shoot? I could have photo shoot you with my phone. They don't know. Shh. It wasn't your phone. Um, and so it's 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 uh, going to be released soon, I believe. And so I'm just so excited about it and geeked about this, y'all. Um, and so I did that. And so Hubby couldn't come again because he went. He had to stay and wait for the air conditioning people, but. My spirit was a little quenched because he couldn't come with me because I'm used to him as my support blanket and my sh- and my shoe and my shoe uh, fastener and everything. But they they helped me out. I told him I said my man wasn't able to make it, but I know we need somebody to help me fasten these shoes. They help you. They help me. They said we got you. So, mm-hmm. but when I can tell y'all about that, I will. And um and so we got uh we got a late start going out of town, but we were able. We did get uh, get there later um, that evening, maybe about what a little after ten. When we got there, we got there about a little after ten or a little before. It was a little after ten, a couple minutes after ten. Mhm. You look puzzled, like you wasn't there. Yeah, because it wasn't after ten. We got there like at before ten. It was like nine forty something. Was it? She wasn't driving, so she she don't she don't be. You wrong. sure? Mm-mm, I just made that up, baby. You sickening, you know. I'm gonna find out because I'm gonna look back in the text messages. You can, but at any rate, y'all, we what we were saying, we did a live video. Johnny did a live, went live on Saturday, and so what we were what we talked about on that video was how wonderful it felt to come. You know, like you have these babies, and then you. You raise them and then they grow up and now they're adults and how wonderful it is. Right. How wonderful it is to be able to go to your children's apartment or home or whatever and eat their stuff and stuff like that. And so 
Um, these are two of our daughters that are roomies. And so this was our <clears> first <throat> time seeing their apartment and it was really nice. And, um, uh, our daughter was home and she made us dinner and it was really, really good y'all. Y'all know we do a lot of salads. And so she did, did us some, some salads and it was, uh, it was, a, it was good, wasn't it? It was. It was really good. Our baby was up cooking at 10 o'clock at night. Waiting on her parents. And so um, we were very appreciative. She was happy because she was outside the truck dancing. (laughs) Talking about, y'all here at my house. Y'all here at my house. Y'all here at my house. And we were dancing with her. I was like, I'm going in your refrigerator. I'm going in your refrigerator. Right. And so we did that. And um, then we got up. You know, got some rest, got up Saturday morning. She had to go to work. Um, and uh, we um, made, it started out as breakfast, I think. And then it turned into lunch um, or brunch. Um, and so my brother came and we had brunch together and stuff like that. And so it, it just felt good. It really, really did. Yeah. And um, then we caught up with some friends of ours. So Mr. Mobley could go to Top with Golf. my boy. And the next time we do that, we will be sure to make reservations because I don't know what we was thinking about, but we didn't. We but thinking. our wait was what, about an hour? Yeah, if that. Yeah. So we was in the car talking. Yeah. So it was it was. But we had fun. Nice. Now your girl didn't play. Johnny and our other friends, him and him and his wife, they played. But I sat at the table in the in the bay. While they played and took pictures and took videos and talked trash and ate wings. Y'all ever had wings from um, Top Golf? Amazing. They were really nice. I had an Asian something and some lemon pepper. It was real good. And she was feeding me. And I fed you. You Did you enjoy that? I did. I know you did. Because yeah. you was about to lick my finger. That was on purpose. That was on purpose? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we enjoyed Top Golf. We really did. Um, the next time we go, I'm gonna play. Nah, I'm a member. You now. don't think, <laughs> y'all? He paid that five dollar one time membership fee, and you would think he done paid a five million dollar membership fee. Membership is membership. I ain't telling people what to charge me. They you say right. for five dollars you can become a member. I say sign me up. Now I'm a member of Top Golf. Now it's probably a billion of you members of Top Golf two for five dollars, right. but it's whatever. Right. I'm a member. So I'm gonna use it. I don't know what the five dollars gonna get me. So I heard of some other memberships you can get. Some of them cats were just walking in, walking up, and walking in, and that's that's kind of I want, but they need to put one in near us. Well, the talk is is that they're supposed to, but I don't well, know how true that is. I'm gonna have to make a trip down to Jacksonville and use my membership. Okay. Well, do you, you gonna buy me your wife a membership? Sure. I try to buy your membership, Sadie. I didn't want to play. But you just get a membership then. You could have just got a membership. Well, you can buy me one when I go and actually play. And I'm going to buy me some cute, uh, it's going to be springtime See, that's when why we go we, back. That's why she don't play golf with It's going to be springtime when we go all back, All she want to think about is cute and driving the golf cart. That's all she wants. Well, do. I can't drive the golf cart there. Because it ain't no golf cart. Well, however, the guy that was in the pen, what, you, what do you call that? The pit? Yeah. He was driving that little machine around pushing the balls and stuff. You want to do that? I do that just for fun. That's to pick the balls up to replenish. Baby. Right, I do that just for fun. However, I'm gonna get me a nice, cute tennis. I'm talking about tennis. Jesus, a nice, cute golf outfit to wear when we go back to Top Golf because it's gonna be springtime. You're not gonna let me do that. I want somebody to play with. I might have to get Jay to go with us, or somebody where I can play. The golf I'm going to play as well. You you gonna be cute. You ain't gonna right. You gonna be trying to hit the ball. I mean, trying to take a picture. Right. And then you gonna be distracted when I do like this. I'm gonna be a little frustrated because <laughs> I want to play the game. We on the hourly thing here, man. We got to play four five games. We can't. I ain't got anyway. You nasty. Whatever. So, babe. Mm. What we talking about? I've been torn. I've been torn. I've been torn. You've been torn? So, yeah. Why you been torn? Because I've been, been doing some counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, those some men and finding out just just a lot of people who go through trauma in their life 
when they were younger and don't understand the dynamics of the defense system that they build mm-hmm. and then they can't they don't understand how their life why their life is the way it is mm-hmm. and I, I please don't take it as disrespect for me not for me giggling a little bit there because it's amazing it's amazing what people think when they've been through something and then they've gotten a little success and they don't quote unquote think about the thing or things that happened to them Mm -hmm. and they think they've beat it Mm -hmm. where all actuality the trauma that happened to them comes up and shows itself through many areas of their life yeah and because they're at a place to where they they believe they have it and they can move and they've overcome it the same thing that they think they overcome is actually controlled in their life mm-hmm. and everything they touch or everything they plan or everything that happens it it winds up being destroyed yeah so you know they they come to realize you know as they get older and a little wiser that the stuff don't really mean nothing and that's why a couple of a couple of people that I've been talking to Mm-hmm. Trying to get them through, and I'm I'm a straightforward. Me and my wife are straightforward people when we, when we counsel. Um, I ain't. I'm not trying to fluff you. You know, I don't disrespect you, but I call you on your crap, especially men. I call them on their crap. Um, and it is what it is, man. So, I just been. You know, I I, I didn't know if I wanted to talk about that or mm-hmm. or what needed to happen. Um, cause I I've been doing it, and you heard. I mean, you've known that I was doing it, a little counseling stuff. So yeah, but I don't know if I want to talk about it or not. It, it is it is draining, but I'm telling you, anybody, everybody who's has ever had a trauma in your life, and let me explain to you what a trauma is. So. Is this all right? Do we need to talk about something else? Because I don't want to put something too heavy. No. Well, then just tell them, you know, talk about what you want to talk about. We ain't about to have no two-hour session on trauma. But, you know, just... You're just always trying to control me. <laughs> always trying to control me. Oh, Jesus. How am I always trying to Let control you? Can, you? can you read some of the... Some of the the things that may cause trauma in a person's life. And then I'm going to read some of what, some of the same stuff, but I got, okay. we got two different, two different um, places that we're getting this from. Right. You want me to tell you, because I found, I had the, the article that we um, talked about earlier, but um, there's another one that, it says how childhood trauma affects us as adults. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mentalhealthcenter.org. You always we always want to share what we what we are um, giving you information from, and it says um, that uh, many children experience the the reality of many children experiences, and the effect on the rest of their lives is in stark contrast to. To this idealized expectation that childhood trauma can take many forms. So it can be from trauma such as physical or sexual abuse, witnessing a traumatic event, having a severe illness requiring surgery and hospitalization, witnessing domestic violence, experiencing intense bullying, even extreme situations like uh, refugee trauma and experience a large-scale natural disaster. Yeah. Um, it can, it can be, I know some things we talked about before was that it can be caused by, um, seeing your parents, you know, your, your dad abuse your mom or physically, you know, mentally, emotionally abuse your mom or you being abused by, um, you know, a guardian or a parent or whatever, or just you witnessing, you know, just, detrimental stuff yeah in the household that makes you or um 
or seeing your parent or parents, you know, abuse drugs or whatever and stuff that um, kind of is isn't a result of it. You know what I'm saying? Not, you know, you, you having to grow up earlier because um, you have siblings that you have to care for. You having to um, see the, the effects of, of um, alcohol and drugs on a parent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just those those effects alone, and a lot of people don't think about it. Like, you know, I know we always tell our girls to try to make great decisions, but when we knew better, we tried to do better and make better decisions. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. it when it even came to just you know stuff that that we were doing around them, not that it was anything to, I guess per se, intentionally harm them, but when we we you know when when we first started the podcast and we started to talk about how we would would have the cookouts and the you know the everybody had a beer in their hand and you know the the different types of music that we was playing and yeah. the the language and the words that was in them but when we when we learned when we knew better we did better and so we had to own up to that that teaching them certain things or allowing them to witness certain things could mold them into the adults that they became yeah. And so even that is a, you know, a form of trauma. So trauma comes in many different forms. And it's just that, you know, I've been privy to some of, you know, the conversations that you've had with some people. And um, even I, I feel like even though you have to call them out on some of their stuff and make them realize, like, you know, when this, this and that happened in your childhood, you know, did you did you ever deal with it? And because you didn't deal with it, now this is what we're seeing manifest today. Yeah. As a as a grown man or as a grown woman, this is what's what's manifesting today. And when I, you know, one of the things that um, and growing up and hearing some stuff and studies when I was in college, I the one thing that I used to say is. I used to hear people say, if you don't deal with it, then, you know, if you don't deal with it and it will follow you, you will hold on to it. And my question will always be, which I'm sure people who have been traumatized will always be, how do you deal with it? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do? Anybody who has ever been traumatized, Anybody who has ever been abused, anybody who's ever went through stuff, natural disaster, whatever the case mm-hmm. is, the the one out of three questions that you always have is why me? Because you blame yourself. Mm-hmm. Something that you might have done, something that you you feel that that's weighing on your life as a dark cloud or whatever the case is, you just always seem to have bad stuff happen to you. Mm-hmm. And what happens is it 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 wears on your confidence. It wears on your your mental state. Mm-hmm. It wears on you to, to the point where everything you say, everything you do, you don't even try nothing because in your mind you feel like if I do it, I'm going to fail. If I do it, it's going to be a disaster. If I do mm-hmm. it. So it just trains your mind to think a certain way. Mm-hmm. Now, you can untrain your mind and go opposite way, but... Like I said, one of the three questions that everybody asks is, why me? And then once you get an answer or an answer to why me, then anybody who's ever believed in God, who believe in God, the next question they ask is, why would God put me in these situations? Um, I don't believe that God necessarily puts you in situations. Sometimes I believe he does, but I don't believe God. It's just certain situation. He gives you grace to go through or allow things to happen. Mm -hmm. But you have to, at some point in time in your life, you have to, what I usually call fight back. If, if you were born and your life immediately was attacked and Everywhere you went, everywhere you go, you were hit. You was hit. And I'm not necessarily talking about physically, but you was hit with something always bad. Mm-hmm. Then it'll, it'll kind of train your mind to think that bad stuff always happened to you. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the case. So when I say fight back, you have to fight back. 
and think about stuff and want stuff to be better and want stuff to be greater, hang around people who are better and not abusive. You have to think about all that stuff. So, you know, in, in my field of psychology, I, I always, I like to talk through stuff. You know, I like to talk to someone and talk through stuff and get them to pour a lot of stuff out. The more stuff that you pour out, the more questions that you ask, believe it or not, it helps. It 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 pulls stuff off of you. But then putting something in place of that is is another is something great for you to do. Um now I'll be the first one to tell you I don't have the answer to everything. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't um I want to have the answer to everything, especially when it comes to stuff like this, but I just don't. But I, I know nine times out of, out of 10, I might can't help you answer what happened to you. And most of the time I can tell you a basic of what happened to you had nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It had to do with the situation you were born in and the people around you, whether that was a mother, father, grandfather, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that's what it, it happens. And then you get placed in these different situations, different areas that had nothing to do with you, and then stuff happens. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you how to walk you out of it. I can tell you how to fight back. I can tell you how to do a lot of other stuff. Um, but you have to be able to do it. When you, this stuff can be so heavy and blinding that it can be a part of your life until the day you die, and it can be covered up through six different success in your life that you feel like that you've overcome because you put this one thing so far and so deep down into your soul that it cannot even be touched or seen or felt anymore. But it's just the opposite because if you know, you have situations with your kids or you have situations with your, your wife or your husband, or you can't keep a friend, a relationship or, you know, Everything that begins to happen good for you, you, you know, you automatically start sabotaging it because you think nothing good is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So instead of you getting to a place to where you get hurt, let down, something gets taken from you again, you just go ahead and do it yourself and then bow out what people call gracefully. But I can go on a lot with this. I don't want to. Um so what what are you over there looking at? Um, I was looking at some things when you were talking, um, when you were explaining what you were, you know, explaining and like, you know, a lot of people don't get to see like the behind the scenes of you that I get to see. Yeah. And so even though I may know the person or I may know of the person, it's like a lot of stuff you say makes it clearer when you be like, when you say what you say, I'm like, I never thought of it like that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I know that we always talk about that something, when something happens, the root of you, you have to go back to the root of a thing Yeah. because you may be a person who, you know, um, you know, have experienced trauma in some form or fashion or whatever you could have been in, you know, um, you could have been in a you know abusive abusive relationship, or you could have been um, in a home where you saw um, domestic violence, and so now that you're an adult, you know what I'm saying? Um, you and and be and, and there may be even a, the the chance where you were in a home, you know that that didn't show love. You know what I'm saying? Your your dad didn't show your mom she loved him, or um, he loved her, or or vice versa. Mm. And so now you you're here. And that's basically like, or or you never got that right. as a child. You see what I'm saying? And then now you get here, you're an adult, and you're trying to function and have a family. And, you know, and your wife is wondering why you won't be affectionate or, you know what I'm saying? Or you won't show her. Why do I keep saying you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Um, but now your spouse is wondering, like, why won't he be affectionate with me? Or why won't he tell me he loves me? Or why am I only able to get to a certain part of his heart or a certain part of him? And I feel like after I get to that point, then he, there's a wall. Yeah. But it, just like you said, it's, it's, it's trauma that has happened and has never been dealt with 
or they, I was reading something, like it said, you nine times out of 10, they develop a coping, coping mechanisms to just help them cope. To help them get through. Right. And that's just, that's what that is, is just a, a, a layer, um, of something to put over it. And then what happens is you just keep putting stuff, coping mechanisms over it. Yeah. To the point to where you don't put so many of them over it. And at some point in time in your life, something that you tried, it works. Or something that you did, it works. Mm-hmm. And you have a sense of, okay, I'm finally over it. Mm-hmm. It's finally done. I don't have to worry about it no more. Until you face with the exact same thing. So and when I mean exact same thing, which means the exact same thing that you that happened to you, mm-hmm. regardless of what it is, mm-hmm. um, abuse, sexual abuse, uh, physical abuse, uh, molestation, um, and most of this stuff happens with people you know. Yeah. Um, so or some of the things that I even read, you know, a bad car accident, a bad car or, accident. Yeah. Um. Whatever the case is. It can put you in, and what you got to realize is let, let me let me read this because. <clears throat> All right, so the center of the center for healthcare strategies. All right, this says trauma related definitions. There is no universal definition of trauma. However, the substance abuse and mental health service. Administration describes trauma as a resulting as resulting from an event, series of events, or set of circumstances experienced by an individual as physical or emotional harmful or life threatening with lasting adverse effects on the individual functioning and mental and mental, physical, social, emotional, or Spiritual well-being. That was a lot. Yeah. That that was a lot. Um, it talks about toxic stress, which is strong, frequent, and prolonged adversity that stimulates the body. Natural protection. Natural protection against stress and can have a long-term negative Im- impact on Neurobiology, psych- psychologically, and physical health. Did y'all know, and a lot of people probably don't know this, but did y'all know some of the things that you've been through and some of the things that you have not gotten some type of help for um, or treatment for it, it can physically affect your body. Mm-hmm. So it's certain things in yeah. your body that will respond from you carrying something for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about something serious, high, hypertension. Um, this thing, this, the, the, what I was reading said headaches. Yeah, headaches. Yeah. People who have headaches and they say that I've had headaches all my life and I just can't get rid of it. Um, it's certain things. I'm going to tell you all this. When, when me and Deidre went away for this weekend, my job, my job is stressful. Um, because it's a lot of moving parts. I'm a very organized and structured person. And in my line of work, um, most of the time you can't be structured. You can just try to be prepared as much as possible, but you got to kind of react to certain things. Um, But still in that you can have some type of, some type of structure in it. Well, you know, I'm a person who, wants all the structure but i can handle certain things and then you got people on the team that don't have no structure no organization they just take the blows as they come type stuff so it's a lot of different dynamics in my job Mm -hmm. but when i left friday when we left we I, i was off thursday i was off friday saturday sunday and yesterday so it took me a little while to detach fully so by Saturday afternoon, I was detached. Was fit was good. So all of Saturday and Sunday, you know, I was detached. I usually have pains in my back, um, pains on the right side of my neck, um, most of the time. And during that time, I had no pains at all. I know the pains in my back and my neck come from stress. Yeah. 
I've been telling I, you I that. know it that. I, I know that without a shadow of a doubt. So, but I got to make a living trying to make this podcast. We're going to make this podcast be something because what we're doing and what we're sharing is things in our heart and our lives and stuff that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. So hopefully it, it helps someone and affects and y'all keep supporting. But as it continues to grow, we're planning on making something from this um, as well as other avenues that we are working on. So soon it'll be, it's, we're in the entrepreneur stage now. And then once we keep continue to move, we'll get to where we need to be at. Um, not saying that it won't be stress in this, but it'll be a different kind of stress. So well, while you're telling them that, you can tell them how they can find us, baby, and what we need them to do. To so come. what we need you to do is follow us, subscribe. Moments with the Mobleys dot <laughs> com. I could not remember. It'll show you everything you need to know my about mind. where you can find us, guys. My mind, uh, y'all. You go to you do us a favor and go to YouTube dot com and search Moments with the Mobleys. Hit the uh, subscribe button, and that way you can know when new episodes come out. We thank you so much. He got lost, y'all. He was mesmerized by all his beauty sitting next to him. I was. I you was. Were. But you I know was. what? And I, you know something else? I want y'all to go to go to the Mob Stars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go on to Facebook. the Mob Stars on Facebook and sign up to be a Mob Star. You get, you get bonus features. You get bonus videos. You get bonus stuff. You get to see some, behind the scenes right, with us. Right, we get some new merch um, uh, in the store. Acting and crazy. Go ahead and apologize for the acting crazy part, cause no, no, we don't apologize. For we it, don't apologize. It's who we are. Love but us, you know, please. We gotta, we, 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 we have to be appropriate, right? Because if we be, ourselves, we, we be too much ourselves. Then these people ain't gonna play our stuff. They will. They will. We be real, real raw and honest. We don't be disrespectful, but you know. No, we don't be disrespectful. Um, but to go back to what you were saying, babe, I I can I can remember. I can remember because what it was also saying is that some people who have different um, childhood traumas, they can actually, if not dealt with, that it can actually lead to psychological issues as adults. Yeah, it can lead to self-esteem issues as adults. It can you lead to you know you not being confident um, because of things that have happened in the past. Prime example: there was this um, young person um, that I knew, and this was a you know story that I was on the outside looking in. But the person you know um, you know made a mistake and got into some trouble, and you know it wasn't something that they you know, stayed in trouble. They were great. They were a great person and they, but they made a bad choice and something happened. And, um, they, they were, they started to then believe Johnny because, you know, even though they were responsible for, for what he was responsible for what happened, Mm -hmm. you know, when he had to deal with the consequences of his actions, then, you know, which could have gone, you know, further on to, you know, jail time and all this stuff or whatever, but thank God that it didn't. But in that moment, you know, he began to feel like, um, you know, I'm just never going to be, you know, never going to be nothing. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a bad person because I did this. Yeah. And, and so that's when, when I read about it, that it can affect your self-esteem. If you don't, you know what I'm saying? If you don't deal with it or if, if you don't have, parents or a community or or a support, support system yeah. is what I'm trying to find trying to say to let you know like you're not that decision you know what I'm saying yeah. and it, it probably did traumatize you with the fact that you could have been locked up for, for for a while yeah but you're not that decision and don't let this trauma because it was trauma for him like I yeah. say even though he caused it on himself don't let this define who you are because if he didn't have the the parents in place and the, you know, like I said, support system in place to say, you know, we're going to undergird you and pray for you. And, you know, you have to recognize that that was a bad decision that you made and thank the Lord that he extended grace yeah. and that didn't turn into something else. So now he can, you know, and he is going on to be a very, you know, a productive person in society, you know, try to live, you know, 
live a, a good life and stuff yeah. like that or whatever. So that may not be as traumatizing as, you know, an abusive relationship or an abusive household and all that stuff. Um, but even something as minute as that, I think is what yeah. I'm trying to get at, can alter a person's life. I'm yeah. feeling like I'm not worthy or feeling like I'm not good enough or, you know, I don't do this good enough or I don't do that good enough. It can just be something as simple as that. I know the one thing that we had when me and Johnny first got married, y'all, we went to, we had to go to, was it Charleston for something? And we had to go to Charleston for something. And my cousin was, was driving um, and Johnny was in the front seat and I was in the back seat. And you remember, I think the tire blew out and it was, the one tire, of it, was a, it was a Jeep and the tire blew out y'all and the Jeep flipped. I know at least twice. Thank God that there were no cars like immediately by us and it landed flat on all four tires. The windows was busted out. My cousin was sitting in my husband's lap. Well, what was happening is because I don't know if none of us had the seatbelt on. No, no, I did. Well, I yeah, I don't know if y'all did. I don't know if I did or not. No, no, I know he didn't. So by the second flip, he was headed out the window, and I grabbed him. Coming from the driver's side, the driver's side the to the passenger, passenger side where I was side. sitting at, he was headed out the window. So I grabbed him and just bear hugged him because I didn't know what else to do. Um. And like I said, like Dita said, once it's finished flipping, it landed on on the tires. Yeah, the tire the the Jeep was jacked up from head to toe. But we were all of us walked, walked out away. of it. Yeah, and for us that was trauma. Yeah, you know, I, we was if, on the, was we on the bridge? I think so. Yeah, we were on the bridge. Yeah, that could have been so that bad. That could have been so bad. But I and I think about it now, Johnny. Um, my in the only I was y'all I was upright in my car seat in my car seat. You was in the car seat, girl. <laughs> you was in the car seat, babe. That's why you were safe because you was in the car seat. I was in the car seat. Yeah. I better not never hear that ever again. Your people just heard I, you. <laughs> you worry about me. What the people gonna say? What the they gonna be on there in the They gonna be hashtag Miss Deidre is so bougie. She got a car she seat. Got a, she got a car seat as an adult, y'all. Y'all know what, what I'm saying is I was y'all. I you would have thought I was in a car seat because I was in the back seat, still buckled up, sitting up straight. The only thing that was off me, Johnny, was my glasses. Yep, my glasses was on the seat. And, and I was like, like I was like this. Y'all, I was in complete shock. But I think about that and I and I think about it now that you say it. I related to the fact that I when me and Johnny go out of town, I like legit tell Johnny, if it's longer than two hours, I don't want it. Fly me somewhere. And so Atlanta was a stretch for me. And because I just have, and y'all, I pray, we pray before. Um, you know, we pray before we travel always. I mean, well, we pray all the time, but we, we pray, you know, before we travel, before we leave, thank the Lord for getting us there safe, Yeah, you know, and before we leave to come back home. And again, you know, when we, when he brings us back home safe, but for me and I, I'll be the first to admit it. I am, I'm jittery. I am. When she a passenger seat driver, I am a passenger seat driver because I feel as long as I'm driving it, I'm okay. But if he's driving and I'm in the passenger seat, I feel like I need to help him because, well, sometimes he gives me a reason, but um, you do sometimes he does. But at the end of the day, what I thought about since we're talking about this is sometimes I do think about that. The and accident, so, even though. The accident? Yeah. I, I haven't thought about that until really? now, until you brought so, it up. But like sometimes I do, and it's like, even though nobody hit us, you know, it wasn't yeah. that type where somebody hit us and actually caused us to flip. The the tire popped. But when we're, we're driving, my, and, and I don't even know if I've ever told you this, but like 
I do pray, I, you know, from time to time as we're driving. Mm. I mean, I know that you're a safe driver because, you know, you used to be a truck driver. So, you know, you, you know how to, you know how to handle a big rig. So I know that you know how to handle a vehicle. And I trust that, you know, you 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 are a defensive driver. Exactly. And you've taught me how to be I one as well. I taught all y'all to be Yeah, that. you taught all of us how to be one. But I, there's still that part of me that I think subconsciously thinks about that. So if we're in our lane and we... Thank God we made it to Atlanta and like right before I think we were about to get, go get over to get on our, we were passing this truck and about to be at our exit to get off, you know, to, to be, um, at, you know, at, at her, at their house. Um, this guy in this white van, I think is what he was in. He was, uh, drifting over and I, it was on my side. Mm. And so I think I got kind of you know, kind of anxious at that moment. And then you, you know, you blew, you, 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 you let um beeped on your horn mm. and then you sped up. We got around him and then that's when you got over and y'all Johnny, Johnny, we, we took the truck and from time to time when we drive and Johnny liked to put a little power in, in the pedal, if you know what I mean, and let me know that he got a truck. And so he did that right before we was getting ready to get, I guess it was to get out of the way of the car that was coming, y'all, but he scared the fool out of me. And I was like, I was just sitting there kind of tense. He was like, babe, babe, I got it. I got it, babe. (laughs) That kind of jerked me back in. But I say that to say this. That was a trauma that happened. That happened when the twins were newly born. Jesus, that was so long ago. And they're 27 now. Yeah. That was so long ago. that was a long time you still ago. Got trauma from that, and 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 so I say that to say this, you know, I, you know, as we prepare to leave to go somewhere, I'm saying, okay, Lord, as we are going and we're on the road to wherever we're going, I do always say, okay, God, just you know, help me to deal with whatever this is that tries to come up, that is trying to make me think like something is gonna happen, you know. I ain't never knew you thought yeah. like that. So when we ride, be you be thinking something go happen. I be praying. I be talking to you, but I, another prayer that I say is like God. You know how we okay? So two lane, I'm okay. Three lanes, I'm 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 all right. But when you get in Atlanta and you be having them twelve lanes of traffic. <laughs> And they be driving like some fools. I'd be like, okay, Lord, you got to keep me. You have got just, to keep me. In Atlanta, it's just. It's intense. Every, every, it's just so intense. Every now and then, you got some crazy person who weaving in and out all six of the lanes. So they just trying to get by and they just all over the place. So you you can tell and them because they're like doing reckless. real fast. Yeah. But when I drive, I'm always. I can tell you the color of the truck vehicle behind me, on both sides of me, in the front of me, whatever lane is over, I'm always paying attention. I'm a driver who, you know, when I'm driving, I'm looking not at the car in front of me, but the car in front of that car and the car in front of that car. Because if them, they start breaking, I start breaking. But this is, this was, was me driving a truck, a tractor trailer when I did, because... I always thought about me hitting someone in the truck yeah, and how damaging that would be for another family or somebody because, yeah, I probably would get hurt too, but in a brig hitting a four-wheeler, that's something totally different. Yeah. So, you know, I'm always thinking about, you know, I always thought about you and the girls and them driving and all this other stuff, you know. You know, I always stopped whenever I seen a woman on the side of the road with a flat tire or anything, or girls or daughters or whatever the case, females, I would always make it my business to pull over and help them get off the side of the road as fast as possible, whether it's changing the tire, whether it's, you know, running up the road, getting whatever needs to happen. But I did that. I did that on purpose. I was doing that because I was sowing a seed. I felt like the more I did it and I was somebody who was sane and not crazy, was actually trying to help a, a, a females, then that what would happen for my daughters and you. Yeah. So I've always felt like that. I've done that for, I know, over. It's been a long time. Yeah. You would always tell me that. I would always And I've been in the that. car with you when you did, you know, stop to make yeah. sure that whoever was all right. So I've done that a, lo- a lot. But, um, yeah, I didn't know. 
But you haven't really been like that. I know. It just came like back, I guess. I know you on the highway. You don't like taking the highway. I don't. So you arrived back roads and stuff all day. All day. When you took the girls to school, you drove like that person that zigzagged in Atlanta. But I was in Savannah on two lanes. Yeah. But, you know, but like I said, the, the, my coping mechanism for that is to say, I'd be like, okay, Lord. Because, you know, like when we on like three or more lanes, I'll be like, okay, Lord. And then it'd be like, it don't be like no car, a lot of cars around. Mm. I'll be like, okay, Lord, could you just keep it like this till we get there? And then she. But be- you always, you always start to go faster. And then we catch up with like another patch of traffic. And I'll be like, Lord, I ask you to let us just stay like this with just these couple of cars around us. But <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I'm just saying it is what it is. So what I'm saying is, y'all, so, you know, it, it the the degree of trauma, I guess, varies and yeah. it's different things. So for me, y'all, this is what I'm now having to, you know, deal with and stuff like that. When I go to work every day, I prepare. I go, I make sure that I leave in enough time so I can go the highway, just the regular highway. I don't want to get on the interstate. I'll be them a couple of minutes late to just stay on the highway. Yes, she will. And so, and I know that it's something that I have to deal with and come, and I, and I often tell myself, like, once we got to Atlanta, you know, I was like, okay, God, you know, thank you, Lord, that we made it safe. And then I'd be like, in my mind, I'd be like, Lord, I know that. If I say I trust you with my life, like I got to legit, like just trust you with my life, with everything. And I want to, I don't want to feel like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do, and it's not like I'll feel like, like that, like the, the entire trip, because even on the way coming back, like when we were on those like six lanes and they, it was like, you know, full, Yeah. you know, my, my, I was a little tense. You know, and that's why I tried to stay on my phone Atlanta and play my game. Anyway. Yeah. But once we got like onto, um, you know, further on 75, like, I think like closer to Macon to yeah. when we were going to get back on um, 16. Uh, 16, then I felt it. I felt me calming down. Yeah. So the one thing about a trauma, you can't unsee or undo what happened. Yeah. It's. It's something that happened with out of your control. It wasn't nothing we could have done. Yeah. So, so the, and I know you think like this. So the difference for me in that is, and I don't know if this is just how my mind is set, but I, 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 I haven't thought about that since yeah. then. But when it happened, I thought about it frequently, and I just said, I just always said to myself, God, anything could have happened there. But you didn't allow it to. Yeah. You know, he could have went out the window. But for whatever reason, you know, you you nudged me to grab him. And I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And even with that, me grabbing him and bear hugging him, nothing came out. His hands, his legs, nothing went out the window. Like we all were just like sore. Yeah, so... It's like, and then when it landed, it landed on, I, I think we was on the bridge because it landed, and yeah. I remember it hitting the side of the wall and just sat there. And like, we just sat that, there. That just happened, like, and we alive looking at each other, and Johnny was sitting in your lap. And no cars. None. Was still, none, none. was moving. None. And then, it, I know it was probably about five or ten minutes later, we was just sitting there. And then we started hearing sirens yeah. and stuff. And then people started. And then that's when we first started hearing cars. We didn't even go to the hospital. We did. After that. Why didn't we? I don't know. We Because, like, we had no bruises. I lied to y'all not. We had no bruises, no cuts, no nothing. Nothing. And I, I think about Jesus. stuff like that. I'm like, it, that could have been, it could have been so different. Like it could have been so different. And we had, been cars. at that point we had four kids. Yeah, we had just had the twins. It could have been cars by us around us. It could have been a truck there but that it hit wasn't. us. It could have been us flip and then a extra flip. Air caught the car. It could have went over the daggone wall. It's so much stuff I thought yeah. about that could have happened that just didn't. And I was like. Y'all see why I was traumatized? Yeah, it was. It was and. I don't, and I guess I just, 
I don't know. I, I've always been weird in my thinking. And I've always said crazy stuff. And I know you said <laughs> you said stuff to me that that really make me laugh sometimes. But you always say, I don't know why you think like that, Joker. It's not happening. That and we ain't doing that. Da 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 da. Whatever the case is. But I am that dude. I think that's why the crazy thing is she believe in marriages and love like I do. So we agree on that when it comes to relationships and marriages. Um, but trauma, you cannot out. You can't unsee that you can't unfeel what happened you can't undo none of that stuff you just can't yeah so it's like what do you do with it and i literally it wasn't traumatizing for me i literally thought about all the the stuff that could have happened but god allowed not to yeah and that's why i stayed at and you know when it comes to stuff like that and me driving and different things like that i believe god Got me every single time I'm on the road, no matter what what it. And what in happens. my mind, I'm saying that. In my mind, I'm saying that the whole time. I'm like, you know, I know that you cover us. We've already prayed before we left home, and I believe what we prayed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like angels surround us, and you know, go before us and make the but way that's, clear. That's what trauma is, though. Trauma you can't unsee it. Yeah. And if your mind thinks a certain way, if your mind sees it and and it's done a certain way then you can't undo it so it's like you have to you have to literally work your way into looking at it different your perception is everything in it so you have to look at it different you have to look at it and saying what could have happened but what didn't happen yeah and you got to see god's hand in it yeah he was present that day that's why nothing happened to us he was there for the whole thing so it's like For him being there, we wasn't even loving him like that. <laughs> right. We wasn't even, you know, in no relationship with him like that's, that. That's so, as your grandmama used to say, thank you for keeping me from yeah. being just seen and unseen. So when it yeah. comes to stuff, man, it, it can really it can really influence how you see life. Yeah. And that's that's trauma. What you see that's unusual, that's just off the charts that you only see on movies that affect you. You can't unsee it or undo it. How you deal with it and how you go through it, you got to break the pieces down into the details. If you've been sexually abused, you know, by your mom or by your dad or by a stepdad or a stepmom or by auntie, uncle, grandparent, whatever the case is, at some point in time, people do stuff like that because something is wrong with them and their life. And then they take that and they put it on you. If something happens, you know, a natural disaster, it happens, but you have to look at it totally different. Although a house was tore down or although certain things happen and you don't have a place to stay, you still have your life. Yeah. So it's like, although I don't have a place to stay and you might not even have any money, but you still have a life. And, you know, it's people in this world that will help you. It's people in this world that will. Everybody in the world is not evil. So you can encounter that. If you're not sleeping on the grass or on a bridge or nothing, you can encounter different things. And then you still have your ability, the stuff that you've learned, your gifts, that you can still go out and get a job. You can still go out and make money. You can still do stuff. So a rebuilding can happen. It ain't what you might want, but a rebuilding still can happen. Now, I know people probably saying, Joker, you ain't never been through nothing like yeah. that, so you don't know, and this, that, and I know I haven't been through a natural disaster. But we've been to a place that we ain't had no food to eat. We've been to a place where we was in a place with no lights on, no water, and had kids, and had to changed their perspective of what was going on in the house because we didn't want them to work. We wanted them to be kids. It wasn't their place, but then we had to figure out how to work it out. Me and Deidre had issues in our relationship while we had kids, but we had to figure out how to work stuff out. She grew up different than I did. So it's a lot of stuff that you have that can traumatize you. And if it happens a lot and enough, then it can it can change your perspective of life. Yeah. 
nothing great is going to ever happen for me. And I just know that. So it just has to be this. I've heard people say yeah. that. Yeah. Y'all don't understand. I just got bad luck. So it just nothing good ever happens for me. Yeah. And believe it or not, your words got power. So if you think it and if you believe it, I always say, man, if, if you think it and you believe it, then your body is going to respond to what you say. Your environment is going to respond to what you say. What this you stuff is real. Your words yeah. are real. Everything is real. I will tell you, if you've been traumatized and you have not dealt with it, uh, you need to go to somebody who can help you. Yeah. And Get and somewhere that, that they can help you. Get someplace where a specialist, a psychologist, whatever the case, that they can help you. Even if it's to sort this stuff. Because some of this stuff that happened to people, y'all ain't even never talked about it. Yeah. It's just a secret. And now secret. you're trying to have a... A, a, a strong and healthy relationship with your wife or your husband or your children. I know men right now that have been abused, that seen abuse, and they scared to touch their daughter. They don't even want to wash their baby girl because of they, they're afraid of what they saw and what they think in their mind, and they don't want no chances of stuff to happen. That's trauma. You can't love on your child. That's trauma. Yeah. You got to it's deal deep, with it. And that's yeah. why I didn't want to talk about this. Because okay. this, this could go so well, far. Okay, well, we're going so we 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 to leave it, you know, here. But this, this is a we heavy subject, y'all. Yeah. It's a heavy subject. And most of the time, it's not about... Some of the time, it's about that you don't know. Yeah. And some people are just too selfish to, to figure it out or, or too prideful to tell people, I just don't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. Help me. Or some and, people don't know. Yeah. Like, and they, they, they just don't, don't know. Don't, you know, realize that this is the effect of yeah. that trauma. You know? and, and because because you came from a, a bad situation, a bad environment, a bad childhood, and now your kids are in college and they doing great and you know, you got all this stuff going on, but you still feel empty inside. You still feel hurt inside. You still feel like at any point in time it can pop up It's because you haven't dealt with it. Excuse me. And believe it or not, because, because you haven't dealt with it, because you haven't shown your kids, that, that is a, a blessing. But at some point in time... It's going to come back to look at you. And it could be your child. Listen... It, it was some stuff that happened with me and my wife in our marriage. And then we had a decision to make it. We would go tell our kids. And we didn't because it wasn't, it wasn't their issue. It wasn't something that they created. So they didn't need to carry that. So we carried it in our relationship and we fixed it. And we got through it. And our kids just found out about it. Because now they have the capacity and understanding to to know. They seen us. I'm sure they knew something was going on at some point in time because it was a time, you know, I was just sleeping on the floor. And they would come in the room and be like, why daddy on the floor? What would you say? You about to give away the night-night stuff? I ain't giving away no night-night stuff. Okay. I'm going to stay there. Anyway, you got to go to night night to hear that whole story. But at the end of the day, guys, you know, no matter what that trauma may have been, and some may be worse than others, but I firmly believe, like Johnny said, you can overcome it and you can heal. You can heal. You can yeah. heal. You yeah. have to talk about it. Yeah. You have to talk about it, but you have to talk about it in a safe place. Right. You can't and talk about it with everybody. Can, right. Because some people That's will take that stuff right. and use yeah, it against yeah, yeah, yeah. you. So you have to talk about it in a different place. It's different ways you can handle this. Some Somebody has been trained to handle that. Yeah. And to, to help you to equip talk about you. it. Yeah, yeah. That's the word. They can equip yeah. you to, to handle it in your life. Yeah. And then they can equip you to decide if you're going to confront the person or if you're going to co confront the situation or whatever the case. It's different things that you get, yeah. but you have to be equipped. You just can't put it away and hide. And, and oh, you, I'm you just going to act to. like it ain't never happened. Yeah, because it's, it's going to pop back up. You can't function many years later. It's going to pop back yeah. up. And first and foremost, before you do that, like pray and ask God and ask him to help you deal with it and to, to do the work, to do whatever that you need to do to get to a point to where 
you know, you know that I'm, you know, I'm okay. And yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I am. And say what you are and, and what you are not, you know, word affirmations. I'm better. Yeah. I'm I'm better. Yeah. You I'm getting it. better every day. And you face you, it. Yeah. Don't hold it. You face yeah. it. Yeah. And like Dita said. And that's what I'm going to do for myself, y'all. Like, for real, for real. Yeah, because that's, yeah. I didn't even know it was that serious for you. I just thought you'd be tripping. He just thought, babe, babe, I don't want you to be the the, the front seat driver. I'm speeding up, the trying to get past driver. a truck. It's four trucks surrounding us, trying to get out the way. I know she uncomfortable. She all in. I'm trying to press on the brakes, y'all. Oh, Jesus. This, everything. She all passing the side. Steering wheel, the blanker, the brake. She trying to put it in park. She do all that. We love y'all. <laughs> And we thank y'all. And we hope we wasn't like too deep or too heavy tonight. Because that's, you know, never the intention. But he did no. say that that's not why he went, you know, wanted to go there. And that's, that we just believe. And, and he believes very. I mean, I do too. But, you know, he sees it a little little more in his sessions with, you know, people. But um, we just we just won't really want y'all to be better. That's we, it, we, we better. It's we get freedom. better every day. And we want y'all to be better and to just be victorious. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to yeah. tell you, it's a freedom in facing some of this stuff, man. Yeah. It's a freedom that you've been searching for, that you've been longing for in your life. It's a feeling that you want so, so bad, but you can't take the bad stuff and keep it inside. Yeah. Because at some point in time, it's just going to sit there and it's going to rot and everything else. Yeah. So you have to take it out and you have to deal with it. Whatever that looks like, you have to deal with it. Be smart. Go to someone who has the capacity, the intelligence and the wisdom to do what they need to do to get you by this. Don't go to your homegirl, your homeboy. Don't go to nobody you feel that you trust you have to go to someone who can help you. And that's just real. Your friend that you and your homeboy or homegirl that you've been loyal to all these years, they got your back, they 100. I got people like that. But some folk just ain't got the capacity. They don't have the capacity to receive what you give them, to hold it. They don't know what to tell you. They just don't. They don't know how to equip you. They just don't. You never told them. So they have no idea. So you have to go to someone that, that you trust. That's something else you can pray about. Ask God to, to show you the person, give you the feeling, give you a sign when you get there to talk to somebody. When you look, they do consultations all the time. Just go. Just go. Stop holding it, man. Just go. Talk about it. That's the first step. Talk about it. Get it out. Get the emotions out, do all that stuff, and then put that stuff on the table and dissect it and get it right. I'm telling you, it's a it's such a great freedom from that because you will see a whole nother era of your life open up and see something completely different. Your perception is gonna change. Everything will change. Everything will change. But you can't hold it. You just can't hold it. Amen. So I'm going to leave it like that. Amen. All right. We ain't usually this heavy. We usually warn y'all before. I feel like I need to do the right hand of fellowship. Yeah. Any, anyway. Amen. We, like my wife said, we want, we, be we want y'all to be better, man. We want y'all to In be every better. Area. Enjoy this thing that we live on a daily basis called life. It's yeah. more. It's it's a freedom to it. God never wanted us to be bounded up. All of he he got stuff for us to do on this earth. But if you got stuff you holding, and you, you can't, can't be move, free to move can't and be do free. what he needs you to do. Can't so. hear it. You can't receive it. You can't do none of that stuff. So yeah, amen. Be better. Be better. You will be better. You will. We be will better. be better. Amen. Yeah. Amen. We gonna go ahead and. Thank y'all for letting me share what's on my heart. I it's it's I'm gonna pay you it's, tonight. <laughs> it's it has it's it's something. Anybody, anybody, anybody who know me or in my circle 
they know how passionate I am about, you know, certain things. And I just love people, man. Mm-hmm. I, I love people. I want people to live their best life for real. It's a quality of life that we're all supposed to live that, you know, some of us just don't believe. We don't think it can. We cover it up with all kind of stuff, man. But it's a genuine you inside there somewhere. Yeah. And we're going to help pull it out of you. And God, we God, do created our piece. You, God created you to be something that you have no idea. You just living that you that you've been taught to live from mom and dad in there. But it's a whole nother you. Amen. It's a whole nother you that God created that you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be Superman. You around here walking around on Earth. As Clark Kent. And I said Earth with an F. As Clark Kent. Clark Kent. Susie Sumaker. Oh. Okay, well, this has been <laughs> ended out for you preaching uh, of the service, sir. This has been a little pillow talk moments with the Mobleys. I'm your dude, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm his wife of 29 years. 30, 30. 30 next year, y'all. It's Corona need to be gone because it's going to go down. Okay, and we're something like And we something like our ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Peace out, y'all. Live your best life. Mm, you want to say something else? Peace Night-night. Out.